The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Hi, Ton. Uh, we're going to not air the part that you just said, because this is live radio, pal. Families are listening. Kids are out there. People who look up to you. People who think, you know, someday I'm going to be like Ton. I probably never meet him or, you know, ever even know anyone who's ever met him because he's such a big celebrity. But I still want to be exactly like him, and I hope I get at least uh, maybe a similar hairstyle. Well, the hairstyle you can definitely get. The rest of it, I'm not sure you want. So, uh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Ton, welcome to, uh, what's the name of the show? This is the Five Count. Yeah, that show. Hey, it's still here. We've been here. Like, remember back when you were in second grade? Ton was up here doing the show. I was. That's how long he's been here. He's long a constant. Time. When things are changing, changing, you know, seasons change. People go through changes, like presidents change, people change things like diapers or, you know, like other st- stuff, oil maybe, a tire. Yeah. Might change your underpants. Not ton. He don't change his underpants. Never. He's been up here for eons. Eons. Wearing the same damn underpants. That's right. Making great radio. He don't care. <laughs> Actually, it's a really interesting thing because when I started this program, I definitely wore a different style of underpants than what I do now. Isn't that something? That is fascinating. And completely different size and everything. Different colors, different sizes, different styles. That's weird to think about. Yes, our little ton is becoming a man. I also didn't have any gray hairs when I started this program. Zero. I had hair when we started this program. Yeah, you did. You did, dude. That is weird. It's been a long, strange trip. Wow. As my favorite band, Cat Bath, always says. Yes. Did you know uh, Cat Bath is a band from the state of Minnesota, and they're also going to be on the program tonight? I didn't know they were going to be on the program. Cat Bath rocks. Well, we have an exclusive interview with Travis Franklin. Awesome. He's like the singer, the guitarist, the primary songwriter. The guy who wears a Black Sabbath t-shirt all the time, which I also have, that very same shirt. Dude. Travis Franklin from Cat Bath on the program tonight. This is awesome. You know, Todd, I know you're a big fan, and we always are saying, you know, uh, we could really help make a difference in, uh, you know, bands who are maybe more local, 
who haven't quite like broke big time. Yeah. Ton is the guy who could push them across the finish line if he would just even mention the band's name out loud. Like that would probably triple record sales. I, I hope so. I really hope so. So we're going to make it happen tonight. Listen to Cat Bath on this show tonight and then buy everything they have to offer. Please do it. Let's talk about Cat Bath and the first time we saw Cat Bath. They opened for Shona Knife. Yeah. Do you remember that night? I do. And we were there thinking like, yeah, Shona Knife. Oh, man, there's like four opening bands. Let's get this over with. Who are these guys? Hey, I have that same T-shirt that guy's wearing. Yeah. And then it was like, whoa, Cat Bath. Yes, dude. It was ridiculous. Was that was that the night? Was there two openers? Was there the so. something boobies before them too? The something boobies, yeah. Remember that band? It was like the something boobies, but I couldn't hear it right, and it's really the something else's, but that's what it sounds like, so that's how I remember it. And then it was like cat bath, and we were both just like cat bath, what the Well, all right. And then you pointed out the dude's shirt, and then they proceeded to rock our faces off. We were both like, dude, Cat Bath rocks. Right? It was uh, the greatest night of my life, the more I think about it. I went up and talked to him afterwards, too. There's like a chick. There's like a cool chick that's in the band. She was awesome. I talked to her for a while. We bought an album off of Cat Bath. We were huge fans ever since. And they had a new guitarist at the time. His yeah. name was Gravy. A dude, yeah. Who was good friends with the people that we were there with, the Reebies. Yes. And it was just like, hey... We're like practically friends with Cat Bath. We should have them on the program. And here we are. Yeah, that's awesome. And we've had shown a knife already. Twice, I think, right? That's true. And I have boobies. Yes. So it's come full circle. It's time. all full circle, dude. That was also a ridiculous shown a knife show, too, I think, that night. Wasn't it? It's hard to remember because I've seen them like eight times. No, the one that was completely ridiculous was at First Ave but the 7th Street entry, right? Wasn't that the one where Shona Knife, she was doing that circle banging with that long hair? That was that night. That was completely ridiculous of Shona Knife. Where didn't we see Cat Bath somewhere else? Was that at a bar? Is that Surf Club? Turf Club. Turf Club? Surf Club is in Iowa, I think. Turf Club. Where Buddy Holly's ghost hangs out. Okay. That's where we saw him. Anyway, it it was awesome. We also, you got your picture taken with Shona Knife that night, too. And they remembered us, I think. I think they remembered you. We well, were, we're handsome dudes, Ton. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to be like, oh, man, it's those guys. Yeah. Can we have our picture taken with you guys? Yes. Like who? Me? Yeah, that happened. That's a real deal. Well, anyway, Ton, uh, it's going to happen tonight. Cat bath on the five count. Awesome. I can't wait. Well, we've got five-count mailbag questions. We've got uh, five-count hotline messages, people calling the hotline and being like, Ton, I miss you so much. I got my parents' permission, Two ninety-nine a minute, $1.49 for each additional minute. I'm going to be <laughs> here all night. <laughs> I love it when that happens. I love those voicemails. That's good stuff. It's going to be a good show. Well, I'm glad you feel that way, Ton, because sometimes I worry... When you do a show for 47 years straight, you're going to eventually have an off night or like hit a rough patch. We luckily have not experienced that yet. <laughs> not a single time. 
Listen, dude, I have some serious news for you. Are you even ready for this right now? Is it about those Argyle socks? Yes. These right here are Nordic socks, and they're the most amazing socks of my life. Thank you so much. Are they for snowmobiling? They're just for everyday use, dude. Everyday use. They're awesome, but that's not really the real news. Are you ready for this news? I feel like you're not, because you're trying to distract me by my own socks, which are really great socks. You are so not ready. Here is the news. Hopefully someone out there listening is ready, because I'm not. (laughs) You are not ready, dude. Do you remember last week? Do you remember last week? Do I? Do you remember Heather? Do you remember Lush Cakes, Dust? Yeah, you were trying to find a cake at 10 o'clock at night. There is a place in Waseca, Minnesota called Lush Cakes. We discussed it on last week's program, very in-depth. Yeah, I don't remember that. After the show, I called Heather. We got everything straightened out. Heather thinks so highly of you, Dust, that she is going to personally purchase some Lush Cake treats and deliver them to us to have on the show next week. No. Yes, dude, it's going to happen. Lush Cakes are coming to the five count. I don't know what to say, Ton. She's even going to tell Lush Cakes that we are aware of them. They're going to know. They might even listen to the show of us eating Lush Cakes on the five count. It's going to be a big deal next week. Maybe they'll want to sponsor us. Maybe. Wait, can you get this station in Wasika? Yeah, I mean, Heather listens to it. Shillbill listens to it. I thought they used like some sort of uh, walkie-talkie potato plug-in kind of apparatus. Dust everywhere has internet now, thanks to Elon Musk. So basically, anywhere there's e- internet, the five count exists. I thought Al Gore invented the internet. He did, but Elon Musk has invented the real-world version of Skynet and uh, is now allowing internet to be accessible in extremely high speeds anywhere that you are on the planet. Is Elon Musk like that stuff that they they sell from Avon that comes in the glass bottles shaped like race cars? Um, No, he is an actual dude, but he does own a line of Musk. I must be thinking of Avon Musk. Avon Musk. Different guy. Ton, I don't know what you're talking about, but we've got some cat bath to kind of set the table for our exclusive interview coming up with Travis Franklin from Catbath. Yes, set your watch. It's going to happen, Tom. I'm stoked. It's going to happen right now. I'm super stoked.
Hi, this is Sean from White Zombie. You're listening to The Five Count.
Hi, this is R.L. Stein. You're listening to The Five Count. back son wake up awesome come on man wake up it's the five count that was super awesome i was so busy dancing so extremely hard that i got tired for a second you know what i didn't dance at all i was quite stationary but still somehow extremely sweaty that's that's what you do though that's always been your thing it's a mystery of mother nature (laughs) extremely stationary yet extremely sweaty dustin wilmes Speaking of uh, guys who are super hot, we've got a five-count mailbag question from Billy Floyd Shouts. Oh, yeah. This is a doozy. Not to be confused with the song Woozy by Catbath. (laughs) This is from Floyd Shouts now, mind you. Hypothetically, I hire ACDC to play your birthday party, but I can only afford to pay them to perform one song. What song do you choose? Signed, Billy Floyd Shouts. From Wasika. Tons thinking. Um. He wants to say giving the dog a bone, but he knows his mom might be out there listening. No, 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 no. I want, I want, I don't know the name of it. That's the thing. I don't know the name of it. The song that is played. Sink the Pink? 
on Maximum Overdrive. Who made who? No. When the kid's going through the... He's rolling through the city streets. It ju- it's like the reoccurring theme that comes back to the ACDC riff. I just wanted to play that the whole time. You just want that instrumental song from... Yes. Maximum Overdrive? Yes, dude. Just play that the whole time. What is that called? Like DT or something? Something like that, yeah. Wow. There you go. Floyd Shaw. That's the one. Wasn't expecting that answer, but, you know, in a way, maybe I was. Yes. Yes, you were. Your mama. (laughs) That's a good, that's a good one, dude. That's a good one. There's a lot of songs. It's hard to choose. I would Mm -hmm. think, I thought for sure you were going to say Big Guns. No. I did love that song. I did love that song for some reason when it came out. The other one that came into my mind right away is that, uh, I don't know if it's the proper title, but the Let Me Get My Love Into You, Babe, (laughs) that song. Let Me Put My Love on the Line. Yes. Oh, yeah. I like that song. Let Me Cut Your Cake With My Knife. Yes. Ton, you don't know what that means. I love that song. I was going to say, I listened to uh, Dirty Deeds a lot as a child. Yeah. Like that album. Uh Uh-huh. And I had no clue what the song was about, but for some reason, I really enjoyed the song Squealer. Ooh. (laughs) So you'd want that played for your I think so, but I would would request, could you do an 18-minute long version of Squealer? Yeah, dude. Squealer. I'm sure that's, that's that's a great answer. That's a great answer, dude. Thank you. Wow. Floyd Shouts, uh, I'm not sure what you would choose. Something probably from Razor's Edge, I imagine. <laughs> Mistress for Christmas. Yeah, it's fine. You can do whatever. You know what's really fun? What's kind of like a like a, a happy little little thing that's that's going on? Sophia, my daughter, she is somehow into like cars and planes and stuff which I'm totally fine with. And what is it? It's the second movie, the second Planes Pixar movie. When he goes to Dusty Crop Hopper, goes to become a, a firefighter. And and that steamroller runs over the Little League team? No, that doesn't happen. But when he first gets there and then a fire breaks out and they first go to fight the fire and Dusty kind of sees what that's all about, they drop the needle on Thunderstruck. And so my daughter knows Thunderstruck and will like she'll go running around and like all of a sudden ah, ah, ah thunder and she's like saying that running around and like asks me to play it. I'll get out my guitar and I'll just start playing the Thunderstruck line and she'll get all excited. It's pretty good. It's good stuff. I once heard a bluegrass cover of that song here on KMSU, these yeah. very airwaves. Super lame. There's and no... I thought to myself, who ordered this and yeah. why does this exist? Why does it even exist? You wouldn't catch Cat Bath playing stuff like that. No. Why does why my question is, why does a person even think that that's a thing that needs to happen? What what how what under what influence is that person that they think to themselves, "Oh yeah, a totally rockin' band should be played in bluegrass, which completely sucks. <laughs> Why? I think it was called Pickin' on ACDC or some kind of like clever banjo lingo. Yeah. I'm just not on board with that. I'm just well, not. 
I don't know what to say, Tom, Sorry. other than I'm extremely disappointed with you, and you will no longer be accompanying me on my trip to the Appalachian Mountains this spring. I think I'm okay with that. Tom, we've got a text message from John in New Ulm. No way. Not sure, but was Burl Ives in the old Robert Redford movie, Jeremiah Johnson? An actor sounded like him. Tom, I don't know that answer, but uh, I'm going to say no. I don't know that answer either. What's has the what's the movie title? Jeremiah Johnson. Ton has the internet. They don't have the internet in New Alm, so they can't look up stuff like this. Well, has the Ton ever seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space movie or Bubba Hotep movie? What up? From John and New Alm. I've seen both. I'm trying to look up your answer, and just by briefly looking here at the cast, uh, the answer to your question is no. Um, Burl Ives was not in that film, and I have no idea who you maybe mistook him from for. As a man who owns, um, not even joking here, Ton, probably 75-plus Burl Ives albums, I have never heard of him being in this movie, Jeremiah's Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) I remember this Jeremiah Johnson movie, but yeah, I don't remember, I don't remember... Anything with Burl Ives involved. Sorry, John. But I have seen the other two films. Bubba Hotep and uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's what, is that what he asked about? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen both of those. Um, I, they're both kind of so-so. So-so. There's a little nostalgic uh, tie-in for Killer Clowns, I guess. There's like a little soft spot for goofy 80s stuff. But it's not really a very good movie, actually. But, Easter egg ton, Burl Ives actually is in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. He is, really? Yeah. No way. If you look closely, there's a scene where the UFO is leaving. Yeah. And um, they had just captured some people. But you could see in the background, he's like one of the guys flying the UFO. For real? Yeah. You're being real with me right now. Ton, why would I lie about something like that? Dude. That's awesome. It was it was Burl Ives and Jeremiah's Johnson. Oh, no. Which maybe go. that's where you're getting confused. Here we go. All right. We'll take that with uh, 16 pounds of salt there, John. And thank you so much. Ton, uh, we've got an exclusive interview. Uh, if uh, my record keeping reflects this correctly, it's the first one we've had uh, so far on the program this year. It's been kind of like a, a slow month here. Everyone's kind of, you know, getting over Christmas, starting the new year. People are changing senates and houses and presidencies and tons got new socks and everyone's thinking like, should I wear a mask? Should I get a vaccine? Should I go to Menards and cough on my friends? Should I listen to the five count even though they don't have celebrities on every five minutes? Ton is just like he's doing his best, but he's, you know, he's a celebrity in his own right. So you should just be glad that he even takes the time to waste every single Saturday of his life to be up here making it happen. It's that's really, all I've got to say. <laughs> it's really my pleasure, Dust. It's all my pleasure. It's no problem. I do think it is strange, though. I was actually, uh, I was at a store earlier today, actually, and... Yeah, there was people. People just don't wear masks and don't care. And 
It's interesting. I don't know if those people just... Maybe they've been doing that for a long time. I don't know. But I wonder sometimes if they're like, Oh, it's 2021. Who cares anymore? This thing should be over. Therefore, I believe it's over. I don't know. I've still been wearing a mask. And I have been vaccinated. Go figure. I will go figure, ton. But luckily for you, Cat Bath is not an extreme leftist hoax. Beautiful. They're a real band. I can't wait. They've got a new bass player. They've got a new album called Table Scraps. They've got another new album that's coming out maybe later this year. And Travis Franklin from Catbath is on the program right now. Oh man, I can't wait. We are joined on the phone today by Travis Franklin of the band Catbath. They just had a new album out. It's called Table Scraps. Hey, Travis, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Well, first, I, I appreciate you taking the time out with me. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're most welcome. Well, if you can tell uh, maybe the listeners a bit about uh, Cat Bath, maybe if they haven't discovered you guys yet, can you tell them a little bit about the band? Yeah, uh, we've been together, oh, God, man, since 2012, I think, or 2013, I guess, is when we actually started playing out, so... Um, and to our name, we have two full lengths and we just released our new EP table scraps and just finished a 14 song album in the studio that we are mixing right now. Sound wise, I, it's kind of hard. It's an amalgamation of all the things that I enjoyed <laughs> from the nineties and eighties <laughs> as a kid, I guess. Sure. Um, so if I had to compare us like influence wise, I know like the Pixies and the Breeders come to mind, um, a little bit of like, you know, high on fire or sleep in there and in some instances. And then a lot of like the fifties the and sixties, like doo up, you know, the pop music, beach boys, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah. And we played all over, uh, obviously this year has been kind of an exception. <laughs> um, and, have only ever had one lineup change in our like you know nine years of being a band, which is pretty pretty successful, I think. <laughs> we Definitely. did add a member. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's really about it. Like um, you know, we're on all the socials, I believe. So yeah. Well, I know I first saw you guys open for Shona Knife a few years back, and yeah. Um, I had no idea who you guys were. I, I remember sitting there thinking, uh, you know, all right, I want to see Shona Knife. Uh, let's, you know, get these opening bands out of here. And and then you guys, uh, yeah. you guys hit the stage. I think you opened with uh, Law of Average, and you know, I was just blown away. I was like, who are these guys? <laughs> yeah, that was such a surreal experience. Like Shona Knife is one of those bands that I like, kind of grew up on. You know what I mean? Like coming out of the whole '90s scene, like Nirvana was obviously a huge influence on on everybody in the band, um, at least in our generation. And they used to always champion Shona Knife. So by proxy, like you start off loving that stuff and then finding all the other things that they were influenced by. And Shona Knife was one of those bands that just like blew me away. And I loved them. And so when we had the opportunity to actually open for them, I was like, what? <laughs> it was sort of like a, my one of my rock star, you know, like, oh my God, like, was kind of like, you know, a little giddy about it and pretty nervous about the show. But the show was awesome. It's one of the best turf shows I think I've ever played. So it's great. Well, and I've been a big fan of yours uh, since uh, I saw you guys uh, on that show. And, you know, you mentioned, 
you know, all the different influences and, and you definitely can hear a lot of uh, that stuff, you know, that you mentioned the Pixies. I kind of hear, yeah. you know, some Sabbath, uh, maybe Soundgarden uh, in there as well. Oh, but, oh yeah. And um, oh, yeah. Yeah. all the the uh, the harmonies you guys pull off is amazing, especially, you know, you're able to do that live as well. Can you talk a bit about that kind of, uh, you know, is that just uh, your influences or is that everyone in the band kind of bringing all that stuff together? It's it's everybody in the band. I, I think I know when when Crystal, the, our, our drummer, when her and I sort of started the band, like we talked about it, and harmonies were always something that was really important to us in music, and it was important for me to be able to pull it off live. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, it was like how do we how do we do this successfully to be able to um, to just make it make it work? You know, like through sound systems and practicing and stuff. And it was like it was always like okay, the music's the first thing, right? Like, you come up with, like, the sort of arrangement and the melody and sort of... But but to have that, like, like harmonies were always just part of that, like, the skeletal structure of everything from from just the writing process as a band in general. So it was, it was something that, like... It's kind of a blessing and a curse. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, I love it. Like, I love harmonies. I love bands that do harmonies. I grew up on, like, a lot of the 60s like Beach Boys, Beatles, that sort of thing. And so it's like, it was always important to me. And Crystal was the same thing. She was like, you know, the Crystals or the, you know, the Ronettes or something like that. So it's like, I love all of that stuff. But it's like, how do you put that into a a rock band format? And then as we did it, it just like worked, you know, like I was just like, oh, this is actually really cool. Like it's nothing like three part, like doo-wop harmonies in a stoner metal song or something. <laughs> it's, <laughs> sort of a surreal experience but it worked and it's something that we'll always do for as long as we're a band and a lot of it is like from a natural standpoint it's like i'll i'll write like a melody for a song like i'll write a riff or whatever and come up with a melody and then i'll bring it to the band and we sort of put it together like structure wise and then crystal and everybody else you know like danielle our new bass player but kristen our, our former bass player we would come up with like, you know, ideas for like a backup vocals or like, Oh, what if we did this and had like a three part harmony there? And just on that, you know, those two notes or something. And it's like, yeah. So it becomes like more of a band effort. It's always cool to write like your little uh, bedroom demos and have them kind of turn into these like cool pop songs <laughs> with an aggressive edge, I guess. <laughs> and you mentioned uh, the new EP out now, uh, table scraps and, mm-hmm. When a lot of bands are released, these sorts of, you know, odds and ends kind of albums, usually you can expect a lot of, uh, you know, throwaway tracks maybe. But, uh, you know, yeah. I was surprised a lot of these uh, songs didn't make it onto uh, to your other albums. I mean, it all sounds great. <laughs> well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> that means a lot. Thank you, Dustin. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of it, a lot of it was the fact that, like, well, for Glitterbox especially, um, our second record we were doing on vinyl. So we kind of had like a, a truncated track listing. Like there's just only so much that you can put on a record when you have like a, a modern day, like sort of bass response and mixing. I know this is very technical and boring, <laughs> <laughs> but like, but it's like, that's so a lot of those songs were just like, we had all these great songs and we're like, well, what do we do with these? Cause we, can't, <laughs> we can't really like, we can't include them on the record 
so we thought, well, maybe we'll do a digital download or something that has like extension, you know, like, oh, you get an extra track, but just decided instead we just release it as is and then accumulate what we had like and, and release something later on down the line. And so like everything and table scraps is a, obviously a kind of a ridiculous name, but it's very apt because they are all just like pulled from different, different times, um, throughout the, the band's history in life. You know, some of it was, was B sides from, from the first album bath time and, some of it from Glitterbox, and some of it was just stuff that we did. We we did like a singles thing for uh, the record um, Minneapolis-based record label Guilt Ridden Pop, and there were a couple of songs that didn't get used on that that ended up being on Table Scraps. So, yeah, I don't know it's it, it's. I'm glad you guys. I'm I'm glad especially that you enjoy it, Dustin. That's awesome. It's um <laughs> some of my favorite songs are actually on there in a weird way because some of the stuff that I really liked, we just didn't, it didn't fit with like the motif or whatever, what we were going for, for the record. But I was like, man, like I found it on the computer, like sort of stashed in a folder when we were like our bass player, Kristen, she left. Oh God. I want to say it was last November, just before the pandemic hit, uh, two babies, you know, um, doing the family life thing and completely 100% like, you know, was all for it so she was just like just didn't have time so when we got our new bass player danielle who's in like bruce violet and she's in a million local bands that are amazing um was going through all the tracks and just sort of like sending her all the stuff so she could kind of practice the stuff at home and i found that b-sides folder and i was like huh we really should release these <laughs> and it just took that long to get there <laughs> well i'm glad uh it, the stuff is out there now and you know you mentioned this is kind of a you know, maybe like an end of a chapter for Cat Bath with Kristen leaving and uh, now mm-hmm. Danielle's in the groove. But how has that been uh, for you guys and, you know, as a songwriter and just kind of uh, getting it all to gel, I guess? Because I imagine it must have been tough to just find somebody who can, you know, pull off the harmonies and the stuff you guys do in the old songs. Yeah, it, it really was like a, a pretty surreal experience. And the funny thing is, is, I mean, Danielle's a phenomenal musician, like Bruce Violet, she does, you know, three part harmony. She's the drummer for the band scrunchies. If you know, if you're familiar with them at all. So they do a little bit of like two part harmony. And, um, the biggest change I think between Danielle and Kristen is that Danielle is like a screamer. It's like, she's a better screamer than I am. (laughs) You know, so it's like, I'm like, oh, wow. So, like, that utilized, like, in the newer stuff, obviously nobody's heard it yet, but we've got a, a, a new record that we just recorded that sort of mentioned it. But um, some of the stuff took a much more harder edge than I think we maybe would have went in the past just because um, we had the potential to do that instead of having me trying to scream on, you know, like, four minutes straight and see how well my throat holds up then for the... <laughs> harmonies later on it's nice to have like sort of like somebody that kind of comes in and picks up the slack and crystal's like always been a crystal has a really good rock and roll voice you know so with the new stuff and, and it's funny because she joined we practiced a bunch of the old stuff and sort of got it up and going but then the pandemic hit and we were just like well we don't know when it'll end you know like at first like everybody we took a couple like probably three weeks off and um just because nobody knew anything like with the whole like uh, 
world at the time, like the pandemic, nobody knew how it spread. It was kind of like a sort of weird panic. Sure. Um, but then like, as we discussed it as a band and decided, no, it's cool. We'll just go in we'll do, you know, we'll do the safety precautions, the six foot distancing thing and kind of progressed. It just like, just started writing. And so like, she's been, Danielle's been a very integral part of like the writing process. And, and, and like I said, like the way that cat bath kind of works is that I'll like sit in my bedroom and just be like, Oh, here's this riff or a couple of riffs put together. And it's like, well, that could be a song. And then I'll bring it in and just be like, Hey, I've got these different riffs. What do we want to play? And we kind of go as a band, you know what I mean? Um, and Danielle has just sort of like, I mean, she's just picked it up. Like, I don't know, like a genius. (laughs) Really? (laughs) So it's been really easy and I feel extremely fortunate for that because every other band I've been in, if you lose a member or you gain a member, there's like this growing pain. <laughs> it's a process of like trying to learn people and how they work, you know. Sure. And Danielle was just a very natural fit. So, yeah. Well, when's the uh, the new album going to be out? Do you have any idea? Maybe this year? Or? I'm hoping this year. I, you know, like talking with everybody about it. Um we have it recorded. We still have to master and mix it or mix and master it. Um, and we figure out like, if I think we're going to actually try and like shop it to like labels or something to just see if we can get like a vinyl press or something, you know, we'll, we'll do something on that. I'm hoping by the end of the summer, but that's probably being very optimistic considering that we don't have any, um, plan for like the, pandemic ending you know what i mean like i don't want to like release the record without actually like being able to promote it sure. so it's sort of in limbo at the moment but i see good news on the vaccine fronts and you know eventually i would like to think by you know late this year we can look forward to having a new record awesome well it'd be I'll great look- to uh see you guys all playing shows again um, would you consider making your way uh down south here to to Mankato would that be uh, too far for you guys or nope we'll absolutely come down to Mankato <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we would love to we've we've played in various places around Minnesota it's funny because like we've toured all over the place but like Minnesota like in the the greater Minnesota area has been very quiet for us I think we played in Winona a couple times because we got some friends down there and I want to say we played in Duluth once many, many years ago. Okay. But yeah, like no, you know, like, and you think like it is St. Cloud and Mankato and Rochester, all the other cities, like we just have never been to. <laughs> so we would love to come down. It would, sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah. I don't have any, um, you know, insider's deal or anything, but, um, you know, maybe we can get yeah. something worked out. That'd be great to see you guys down here. I would love it. We'll keep in contact for sure. Well, I know the uh, table scraps just out and the new album in the works. Um, is there anything else maybe uh, we should be watching out for or something else coming up? Well, uh, I know we had a video that released with table scraps. Uh, our friend, our um, lead guitar player, Gravy, actually did the video. I guess he just did it with some stock footage. <laughs> like ridiculous video, and it's great. Um, I'm hoping that we'll be doing another video sometime in the summer. Um, for one of the newer songs it might be kind of a teaser a little taste of okay. something that we release you know um i can't confirm <laughs> you know because things can change in a hurry especially with the whole pandemic thing going on but um 
there are other things in the works for sure, but right now just mostly concentrating on getting that new record and hopefully being able to play live shows again. I'm going to be so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get nervous playing live anyway, even though I've done it since I was like probably like 17. Um, and now that we haven't played a live show and like, it's been about a year and a half. So just like, Oh man, it's going to be like when I was 17 getting up in front of the VFW. <laughs> <laughs> so. Awesome. Travis, uh, again, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we're uh, big fans of yours and uh, we play uh, cat bath all the time here on the show. So uh, definitely looking well, forward to, uh, to seeing you guys down here soon. Yeah, for sure, man. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. And I'll, uh, I'll be in touch and maybe we can, uh, get uh, something worked out here if things get back to normal yeah for sure for sure you got our email and my phone number <laughs> all right there you go thanks a lot man yeah right. thank you and again that was travis franklin from the band cat bath and their new album table scraps is available now you can find that on their uh, band camp page and they've got the new album coming up hopefully later this year as well
Hi, uh, I'm Naoko from Shonen Knife, and you are listening to Five Count. Shonen Knife の Naoko です。ただいまお聞きの放送は Five Count です。Five Count 最高 I wanna be Swiss Barbie. I wanna be Swiss Barbie. I wanna be Swiss Barbie. Last of six!
Hello, everybody. This is Ron Jeremy. You're listening to The Five Count, which is an excellent choice because I listen to them myself.
Ta-da, Ton. Ta-da. We're back. I don't know what that means, ta-da. It's cat bath. Weren't you listening? Yeah, but I just don't know why he said ta-da, but... Well, because that was the name of the song, and they yelled it in the chorus several times. Are we even in the same radio show right now? We are, but I'm just going to break the... I'm going to break the... what? Which wall? The third wall? I'm going to break the glass. Why do you got to break walls, Ton? These are soundproofed walls that we need for our recording... I'm going to break the glass on this. Unfortunately, since we are pre-recorded all the time now and no longer in the actual live studio, I I don't get to hang out and listen to the music in real time as we're doing this show, which is actually for real a serious bummer sometimes, which I've just like that was one of those times. I know this hasn't happened much because I'm a professional and I usually don't allow these things to happen, but this time... I slipped up, and it is a bummer. The reality is, I didn't get to hear that song just then, and that sucks. But you could go back and listen to it after the fact, which exactly. I'm assuming you do, right? Yes, that's what I do. You don't do that. It's what I do. It's what you could do out there listening. It's what all of us need to do. If dust can change, and we can change, then you can change. We all can change. Everybody can change. I can change, ton. Just choose not to. As long as you mouth that you love me after I say that stuff in public. Remember that part? The part where you loved me? That's what keeps me going, Ton. <laughs> That's what gets me through the day. Oh, man. Hey, that was Travis Franklin from Cat Bath. Their new album, Table Scraps, is available on uh, Bandcamp. Yeah, you dude. that site? Yeah. We should get on Bandcamp. We should get on Bandcamp. We should do a seven-inch split with... Cat bath. You think so? We'll we'll take the B side. You're guaranteed to sell seven copies. <laughs> It'll be well worth your time. The funny thing is, if we really wanted this to happen, I'm guessing we could probably do it. Do it, ton? Do what? Well, we'll just join in kind of with their band. Like we'll just be with Cat Bath on a few tracks. What if um Everyone else who isn't Travis Franklin thinks that we suck. I know it's hard to believe. We got to prove them wrong. What do you mean? Hey, uh, here's an open call to anyone out there listening who is in a band or has a band. Ton and I will be involved with a seven inch split with your band. All of them. All of them? We'll take the B side of everyone's split. Wow. We can do it, Ton. I mean, we could do it, but... We will do it. Holy cow. Get ready I'm to just be think, yeah, I'm thinking about the even more famous than you already are. I'm thinking about the numbers on that, and I'm just getting a little bit worried here. Like uh, monetary? No, like the amount of albums and songs I'm going to have to come up with and how much my arms are going to be pumped to the max. We'll just use the same song on all of them. Okay. But slightly different versions. So then it'll just be like a real headache for all the completists out there who are trying to get, you know, everything that you've done, your entire ton catalog. That's a good plan, actually. It's like, hey, what is, there's this song, there's like 29 different versions of I'm ton and I'm the best. But I got to have them because, you know, if I'm a true fan. Yeah. Slightly different solos on every song. You got to have them all. Listen, I've been down that road. This is going to be good. Ton, we've got a voicemail from uh, Nikki 
Stethoscopes. <laughs> awesome. This this chick is something else, man. She is a good time. Well, she called the five count hotline at 507-519-2030. And she left a message because she's thinking, man, if those guys say my name on the radio and I can hear my voice, my grandma is going to be stoked. Yes, and your grandma is super stoked right now. And you're about to blow her mind is what's going to happen there, Nikki. If you listen to last week's show, I had my kid on. At the very beginning, because we were like 20 seconds short. Yeah. I won't bore you with the details. But when it came on, I was like, hey, come here, listen to this. And it was him on the radio. And then he said, eh. (laughs) To which I replied, eh. Yeah. Like, if that were me when I was a kid and I heard myself, like, that would be, your relatives would be talking about that for years. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the biggest deal ever in your entire life. Yep. And now it's like, eh. Yeah. 100% yes. That's the society we live in now, Dust. But I don't know what that has to do with Nikki. But let's hear what she has to say. Let's do it. Hi, guys. I I have a story to tell you. This is Nikki, do I dare say, sorry, sticks. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so just about a half hour ago, I, I was cutting up sorry, sticks. For real, in the kitchen, and I had the five count casting onto my Google speaker. Well, I finished up with everything, you know, dishes and stuff, and and I went to stop the show, but it wouldn't stop. Like, I, it wouldn't let me pause. I tried closing. It wouldn't let me do anything, and it wouldn't even show me, like, what show was playing. It was something different that I had already heard. I I was look so I was looking all over in my phone to just try and tell it to stop casting, and I had no luck. I couldn't find it anywhere. So I, I completely powered down my phone, and the speaker was still playing. <laughs> like it didn't stop, and I I just ended up unplugging the speaker, but I haven't plugged it back in to see if it started up again. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I think maybe the ghost guy in our house was really enjoying episode 777, the getting lucky episode. Well, I thought you might like to know that story. Goodbye. There you go, Tom. Dude, what is going on there? Spooky. It is spooky. What do you think? Like, is like your like your Google machine is all possessed by us, or it really loves us and wants to make sure that she listens to us all the time? Or what? What do you think's happening there? I'm guessing she probably listens so often. Yeah. That Alexa or Sammy or whoever. What's the person's name? Celery Sticks. Uh, what? Salisbury State. What's the name of the phone lady that says, like, hey, jerkweed, play... Uh... Siri? Yeah, Siri. No, she said she had a Google thing. Oh. Well, whatever it is, Ton, it probably assumed, because she listens to the show so often, that when she tried to turn it off, it was probably a mistake. Like, you didn't really mean to turn this off. That's true. You didn't mean to shut down ton. I'll just keep playing it. That's actually probably a real thing. My, You know, I've got a coworker that keeps on saying that he never says... I think with the Google thing, you're supposed to say, Hey, Google, or something. And then it responds to you and does whatever. Then, you, then you're set for voice command. And he says that it just randomly pops up all the time and thinks he's saying something. And he's gotten rude with his with his phone now because of it. And I'm like, dude, maybe he's just trying to, maybe your phone's trying to play the five count, do something good for you. Maybe he's trying to do what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? But he doesn't buy it. 
What if you're listening to the show right now, and then I say, Hey Google, play Mushroom Head. It probably won't work, because I think now they're sophisticated enough to know your voice. Oh, really? Yeah. So it wouldn't shut you off and start playing Mushroom Head? Yeah, I don't think so. Not anymore. Hey Alexa, play Mushroom Head. God, I hope that worked somewhere. Yeah. So last time this happened to my coworker, he promptly told Google to F off. And it was hilarious because Google came back and said, you sound upset. Let me look for some someone to help you. Like instantly was like trying to call therapists to help him out. It's a little presumptuous. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. I didn't, I have a, an iPhone. So I say, hey, Siri. And then I tell her things like, I say, hey, Siri, thank you so much. And then she'll say, like, you're welcome. I don't know why, but Siri's not working for me now. That's fine, though. Hey, Siri. Thank you so much. Right back at ya. See? Hey, Siri. It's not going to work for you. Oh! Why can't I just play some Mushroom Head, Don? Please! You want me to check it, or...? No, it's not funny if you do it. Yeah, it's not as funny. Ton, you know, when you tell me tales about how you want to go around telling everybody to F off, it really reminds me of a simpler time, you know, like back in the day, maybe a decade or so, if you don't mind. Yeah, like 10 years ago. Well, Ton, this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five count history. Oddly enough. I love this part. That's what that music means. Love it. January 22nd, 2011. That was 10 years ago. You are old. (laughs) Oh, man. Not that old. I was like 30. It's fine. But luckily, our shtick is not old. You know what's funny? That our 10-year in history deal is going into the new decade now. We're no longer... I'm no longer in my 20s during this. Wow. That's amazing. Let's see how things change and shift. This is mature ton. Yes. It was you and me and a whole bunch of women. Okay. <laughs> Mature ton. It's just with a bunch of women. Well, you know, it nice. comes with the territory. Yeah, it does. Obviously, they were here with you. Uh-huh. During the show, we talked about the possibility of being attacked by Gene Simmons's hair. He had wow. some hair. He did have some hair. I think we watched that movie that he's in with Tom Selleck before we came up here yeah, 10 yeah. years ago in Five Count History. Yes. Runaway. Runaway. It's a good movie. Yeah. Gene Simmons starring Gene Simmons and his hair. Yes. He's got them remote control spiders that'll inject you with poison or whatever. We also, Ton, drank a pony keg of V8. A V8? Yeah. Dude, I don't remember that. A pony keg of V8? You probably barfed all the memories out. No way. I remember I was into V8 for a while, though. I remember drinking that hot and spicy V8. That makes sense. I was there with a bunch of chicks pounding the hot and spicy V8. (laughs) Wow. That's mature ton at its finest. Wow. And we discussed going into pre-production on a new line of talking ton dolls. That also makes perfect sense. Did that ever happen? I I don't think it did. I don't know why. I don't know why that never happened. What kind of things would the Tundal say? I don't remember. You should. Li- we should listen back on the show. We probably said stuff that it would say. We should just start playing. Wait, those are called reruns. Yeah. Why don't we just play reruns? Let's play reruns. God, now. ton. We've been doing this for a million years, and we never thought to just stop and play old shows. We could start mailing it in. 
Listen, I got a free three-month subscription to XM Radio, right? Sirius XM. And I'm pretty sure Howard Stern has like five different channels. And it says like, oh, show from 1999, show from 2003. And then one of them is his current one. And four others is just reruns. Isn't that kind of what we do on Patreon? Seems ridiculous. Did you know we're on Patreon, Tom? We are on Patreon. Go there right now for $1. You can have all of the awesome that you haven't heard yet. Wait a second. That's in the present, not 10 years ago. That's right. Let's wrap this up, Tom. Are you ready? I am so ready. And that was 10 years ago in five-count history. Man, it sounds awesome. And we're back. Now you can start shilling. Yeah. Shill billing. Well... If you're just now tuning in, realize that this is just the tip of the iceberg. The rest of the awesome is buried underneath this thing called Patreon. And for only $1, an excavator will come straight to that mountain of sweetness and dig it all up just for you. Wow, it's the tip of the ton, and I think you know what I mean. (laughs) Oh, man. Good stuff. There's bonus shows. There's, like, early access like, you could listen to this show on a Thursday morning instead of a Saturday night like a creep. Think about that. Think about it. And you've got access to all the classic episodes. Like, the first 120 episodes are already up there. Yeah, man. Back when we were really obnoxious and Ton was not mature whatsoever. Not at all. Not in the least. I want to go there right now. You should go there right now. And while you're there, you better check out the five count at the movies, which is a whole new thing that we're doing where we watch ridiculous, super awesome movies and then talk over them. We have a new one coming up next week. You know how I know? Because it's going to be on my birthday. Going to be on your birthday. My birthday. My birthday and me. (laughs) Awesome can't wait for that it's pretty good it's gonna be a good film i'm choosing it because it's my birthday i'm excited you chose it last month for christmas and um i gotta say i wasn't real impressed with your uh, taste in holiday classics yeah it wasn't good but this one is gonna be way better i'm excited for it ton uh i don't know what else to say other than got some more music here if you're interested i am i'm super interested we uh kind of ran the gamut of cat bath so now we just have like regular type tunes Here's some mushroom head. Look at it, buddy. Look at the skinny, but they're so skinny. The skinny boys are back. Our funky fresh. With a brand new jam that we call Weightless. Come on. Get it. We're weightless. Woo. Come on. I got the data.
Interior, and you're listening to The Five Count.
Hey, this is Jason Hughes, and you're listening to the Five Count. Snooch to the news.
Are you sure? Yes. Oh, yeah. It does appear that we are indeed back. We are super back right now. Ton is super back. Super back. Super back me. <laughs> you can almost hear it. Super back me. You can almost hear it? Ugh. You're telling me. Wow. The pus. Ridiculous. Ah, we should have named the show The Pus. <laughs> is it too late? I think it is. But we could always start another band and call it The Puss. Is there a band out there called The Puss? If there is, we could be The Other Puss, and we'll be on side B of your 7-inch split. Yes. This Gotta is a good idea. make it happen, son. Let's do it. I we're can't gonna, wait. We're going to be selling some vinyl. Yeah, we are. Kids love vinyl. You think they want to listen to compact discs like a bunch of ninnies? I don't know. I doubt it. Do you think like, hey, check out all these cool MP3s I got in my Napster? No, ton. Vinyl. <laughs> I don't think Napster is even a thing anymore. Okay, listen. Here's the real truth. I really actually wish that we could be on one of those uh, super flimsy square vinyls that was in a cereal box. Yeah, I used to get them uh, for Sunday school sometimes. Yes. We could make that happen. Flexi discs. So that our kid could open up a plasti-wrapped box of... King Vitamin or whatever, and our Flexi Disc would be in there. That would be amazing. Ton, I don't know if I've told you this story, but when I was a kid, we got a newspaper, and it had one of those in the newspaper, Whoa. and it had the McDonald's $1 million menu song. Oh, I think we talked about that And that once. was like the best day of my life, except for right this minute right now. Yeah, wow. So far, that's the second best day. But that's, at the time, whoa. It was the best. And I listened to that over and over, and I didn't win, but I thought, like, hey, maybe this time it might actually be the winner somehow, and sadly that never happened. Oh, man. But it was just, like, Big Mac will be a tea, a quarter pounder with some cheese, filet of fish sandwiches, a cheeseburger, a happy meal. And wow. I was like, I could have won the money. Yes. Dude, that's an awesome story. Yeah, I love McDonald's, good time, great taste, and I get it all in one place. Wow. Dude. I mean, I don't eat at McDonald's at all, but I feel for you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome so much. Listen, this show is almost coming to an end here, Dust. We got about three minutes of glorious time left for you to tell the listeners how much they're in for and have been missing by not listening to us religiously on their podcasting device, watching us on YouTube. Check out the Five Count co-op can you please tell them dust how amazing the five count co-op is and specifically how great you look on it um yeah it's pretty good that's that's what it's like it's like a carlin flashback here we've got new episodes of the five count co-op ton plays gauntlet coming up yes 
it's gonna be awesome maybe you also need to tune in next week lush cakes coming to the program thanks to heather and wasika lush cakes will be on the five count and be eaten live on the five count it's going to be amazing you want to talk about lush cakes and amazing ton next saturday is princemas yes i don't even remember what year princemas it is but it's like the 12th annual 14th annual it's like a lot of princemases, and it's happening again next Saturday. Yes, it's going to be amazing. A lot of prince music, and Dusty's birthday will be well celebrated with lush cakes and the most amazing gift he has ever gotten in his life. Hey, if you want to send me a gift, you could. I mean, it's fine. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking to yourself, how could Dusty ever get a gift more amazing than Tun's friendship? Well, just wait until next week, and it's going to be two things wrapped into one. My friendship plus this gift is going to be a mind blower. Wow. I better show up. You got no choice, dude. I'm going to show up at your house in my Mercedes waiting to pick you up. You'll have no choice but to slip slide right in through that panoramic sunroof. Ton, if, if any of the listeners out there wanted to get a gift for that special someone, uh-huh. they could go to Lori Dawn Ceramics. That's a good idea. You could get the five-count ornament magnet hangy doodly thingy. It's like so many uses. Perfect Valentine's Day gift. Buy a couple and drop one on the floor and break it. That's what Ton does. That's what I did once, and I've been paying for it ever since. Actually, go there. There's a lot of other beautiful pieces of art there. You're going to want to check it out. Lori Don Ceramics. Just Google it. Go there. Go to thefivecount.com. I'm sure we have a link there that you can click. There is beautiful pieces that you could get just for Valentine's Day. Check it out. And go to Bandcamp and look out for Cat Bath. That's right. The new album Table Scraps is out. Another new album coming out. Hopefully we get like a insider's deal like Tun's dad says all the time. Yes. Looking forward to that. That's what we need. That's what we want. I think that's it, probably. That's completely it. Until next time, stay safe out there, and uh, Dusty loves you. And what? Jeremiah's Johnson. Jeremiah's Johnson. Ninja! 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 I want my black ninja, and I want him now!